Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. So if you've listened to me for any time at all, you know that I believe there's two tracks to podcast monetization. And one track is the expert track where you have a content area expertise that you are using to draw people in with your content and then monetize. And then there is the reporter track where you are a reporter of the content, maybe because you're a fan or a member of a certain group and you report the goings on and you bring facts and you just bring content as a reporter, but not a content area expert. Today, I'm going to show you where you start monetizing your podcast if you are in the expert path. And so it's going to be all about the frameworks and I'll tell you exactly how to do it when we come back. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question. And this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler. I'm thrilled that you've decided to join me today because I am on a mission during the year of 2022 to monetize 100 podcasts. And I think it's completely doable, but I've got to get busy. So I've got definitely eight to 10 podcasts a month that I need to be monetizing. So in case you haven't met me yet, I'm the CEO of Team Podcast. We are a podcast production company that has been in existence since 20, uh, late 2013, early 2014. And we serve about 60 podcasts. We produce about 300 podcast episodes every single month. We love doing it. The only thing we love more than producing shows and putting shows out there is monetizing podcasts because I have seen so many podcasters get stuck in what I call free content creation mode, and it is not okay, and you'll know you're stuck there if all you've been doing is putting out free content for dozens or scores or hundreds of podcast episodes, and you have no idea how to monetize it. All you manage to do is get so tied up with the free content that you don't have time to actually figure out how to monetize. And so if you are on the expert path for podcast monetization, that means that you have some sort of knowledge and authority that you are going to be imparting to your audience in whatever your niche is. And in order for you to monetize, I always, it's funny because when I'm working with my coaching clients, and we've got a couple of clients that we're doing this with right now, is that we are launching podcasts, but we don't start with the podcast name and the podcast niche and that sort of thing. We start with the high-end offer that the podcaster is going to be using the podcast to drive traffic to. That's where we start. 
and we reverse engineer the next thing in the process. And then from that, we reverse engineer the podcast so that the podcast is going to be taking little bitty nuggets and little bitty pieces of content from the larger high ticket offer and putting it out and drawing people in with that content and ultimately getting people in to the funnel and getting people into the high ticket program. And I believe that as podcasters, we sell ourselves short many times and we do not focus on high ticket offers because we are intimidated, because we are fearful, we are afraid to put something out there. We think, oh my gosh, I don't know what I could do to get someone to pay me $2,000 or $5,000 or $10,000 to do something. Like, I don't know what I could do for them. I don't know how to monetize this thing. And that's where we're starting today. And one of the things that you'll hear me constantly come back to is frameworks and frameworks and frameworks. Everything you and I do needs to become a framework. And you might say, Christy, but I don't really understand. You know, I've seen some people talk about frameworks and I don't really have my own. And this is one of the things that many times when I sit down with my coaching clients and we talk about what they're going to be offering to their podcast guests and and podcast listeners mainly, whenever they're building a high ticket offer, they don't know what to offer them. Like they don't know, they, they, many times they know what the end result is that they want to get for their audience. They want to show them how to do something that's going to transform their lives in a certain way or transform their business or make them, um, you know, go from, uh, working a nine to five job to not doing that or going from overweight or morbidly obese to being fit again or going from couch to 5k, right? So those are all transformational things that, and, the, and those are the, some of the results that people want to get for their podcast listeners. But the problem is they don't know how to get them there. So they're like, you know, I could start a program, but I'm not really sure like who would sign up for that and how I would do it. And one of the biggest areas that I see podcasters have not sat down and given themselves the headspace for and given themselves the room to develop and create is their framework their specific framework that they are going to be teaching their clients, their podcast listeners in order to get them that big result. And I personally, I've seen so many people try to monetize a podcast with like low ticket offers and back in, you know, a certain time in marketing. Um, I still believe there is a value ladder, but it was start with something free and then give them something, you know, low ticket, you know, like a seven to $29 offer. And then, you know, move them up to a $49 offer and move them up to this, that, and the other. And the problem is, that like everybody's done that. And so what happens is like we've all consumed 500 low ticket offers and those 500 low ticket offers may have solved a specific problem for us, but they ultimately did not get us the transformation. Like they did not carry us all the way through to that transformational thing that we want to get the result for our clients and for our podcast listeners. So With that being said, 
in my mind and even in my business, the only way to truly be effective and be successful for someone is to offer them the high ticket offer, which means it's not for everybody. It means that people have to vet themselves and they have to make sure they are committed and bought in and they're ready to go. And what happens is the fewer people that you serve with your high ticket offer allows you to serve them at a higher level. And that's really what we want. I know if it's me, I'm a value person and I want to bring value and I want to bring transformation and I want to bring like absolute life-changing um, results to my clients. And one of the things that I think about all the time is how can I bundle and give everyone as much as I possibly can to eliminate any hurdle they may have on their path to success so that I can either take that for them, I can either do that for them, but I can somehow remove that barrier and remove that obstacle. And then that is what I begin crafting into a high ticket offer. And a high ticket offer could be different price points for different audiences. But I believe that serving fewer committed people with a high ticket offer is going to be your best path and my best path to monetization. Now, it is not for the faint of heart because most of the time what ends up happening is you have your own money blocks that are getting in your way. You have your own scarcity mentality that is trying to beat the abundance mentality out of you every time you turn around. And so we have a lot of personal work to do on that regard before we can feel confident throwing out a five or $10,000 offer. But one of the things that I want you to think about is as you go through and get the results or, or try to identify the results you want to get for someone. Like, and I'll, I'll use my podcast as an example. This podcast is solely focused on monetizing a podcast. It's not focused on launching a podcast. It's not focused on podcast equipment. It's not focused on how to use your podcast to network. It's not focused on how to build authority with your podcast. And it's not even focused truly on how to grow your podcast. It is only focused on the one thing that I think separates the long-term sustainable podcast from the podcast that will soon pod fade, and that is monetization. And I'm going to unapologetically try to get as many podcasts monetized as I can, because for too long, the podcaster has been the one that's putting it all out into the world, that's getting, uh, you know, as much value out into their audience and the world as possible and getting very little back. And I am here to draw a line in the sand and say, no more. Podcasters are going to begin to offer value in exchange for transformation and that transformation that we get is for our clients and for the people that are listening to our podcast is going to lead to the money exchange. And so I unapologetically monetize as many podcasts as possible. Like I said, my goal is 100 for 2022 in the calendar year alone. But one of the things that you have to start before you figure out how to monetize something or how, what, what program you're going to put together, what offer you're going to put together, you have to begin identifying what your frameworks are. And 
you're not ever in your life going to have just one framework for something. You will have multiple larger frameworks and many times within them, you will have smaller frameworks or, or less complicated frameworks. So here's how I want you to begin thinking about frameworks. And um, I, it's funny because I, I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, it's like a skit almost or like a little ex exercise that maybe you've seen done before where you take some people and you put like someone's giving instructions and then another person is carrying out the instructions. And it might be some instructions for something as simple as making a peanut butter sandwich. Okay. Like that we, we all know how to do, there's no art, there's no science to it. It's simply a very straightforward exercise, but based on how the commands are given and how people do it, you can get very different results and you can get um, some people skipping steps because they didn't identify it as part of a framework. And when you actually do these exercises where it's like the person who's carrying out the task can only perform the exact task that the person calling out the task gave them. Like they can't anticipate the next one. They can't fill in the gaps for them whenever they didn't give them good instructions. And you begin to see the difference in how things are done. It's the same thing whenever, you know, we think about something like showering. Showering, we all get in and we do, but there's, we all have our quirks and our nuances. Some people start by soaping up and washing their whole body first, and then they go back and wash their hair. Other people start with the shampoo and they shampoo their hair and then they do their face and then they do the rest of their body and then maybe they go back and shave or, or do whatever. And so you begin to think about your method for doing things. And you know you have a method and a framework if you have someone else help you do something along the lines of this, this task that you're trying to carry out and you want to micromanage them. You want to say, well, I always do this first before I do that because of this reason, right? You begin to, to, you know, put things in a specific sequence or there are certain pitfalls that you've built your framework around in order to, um, you know, be successful with whatever this framework is. So everything you do has a framework. You have a framework for brushing your teeth. You do. And you follow it every single day. You might not have identified it as a framework, but I want you to get in the habit of making a game about everything that you do and the framework that you're using for each task that you're carrying out for the day. Frameworks for brushing your teeth. Some people come in and they get their toothbrush and they wet it first and then they go and they put a little bit of toothpaste on it and then they start brushing their teeth and maybe they walk around the house. Maybe there's something else they're doing in that 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, two minutes that they're brushing their teeth. And then they come back and they rinse and spit and, you know, do all this, do, do all these little nuances with their brushing their teeth. Other people put the toothpaste on first and then put the toothpaste and the brush underneath the water and rent, you know, get that wet. And then they brush and they, you know, there's just, there's nuances with everything that we do. So these nuances, these ways that you carry out specific tasks are your frameworks. And you have a framework for loading the dishwasher. 
If you don't think you do, just let your spouse or your children come in and do it wrong and you go through and redo it according to your framework, which may say that, you know, silverware goes in handle side down and other someone else's framework may say that silverware goes in with the utensil side down. So these are all frameworks and I want you to begin thinking about your method for getting someone to accomplish something. So when you identify these frameworks, you begin to build the bones of a high ticket program that you can offer. So for me, for instance, my whole podcast and my whole everything now is focused on monetization. And I am relentlessly pursuing, unapologetically pursuing, speaking out online as much as I possibly can about the the monetization stuff, right? And I want to get as many people on the, the monetization train as possible because we are long overdue, folks, and I want it to happen to you in a really big way. But my framework for doing it is the exact opposite of how everyone else launches a podcast. And so when I begin to think about how I'm going to put together a framework for what we're doing, I begin to look at where I'm going to start creating things. And I could say, I'm going to begin creating podcast content around this topic. Like maybe I'm going to create podcast content around podcast monetization. I'm just going to start putting it out there. And then if people want to hire me to help do the podcast monetization, then I'll let them hire me. Well, that's all fine and good, but it's a whole lot better if I look at my framework and my framework is, I'm just going to tell you what my framework is. I mean, I can tell you all day long And it still will have so many barriers for you to accomplishing it on your own or without more instruction that you'll still be a little bit confused. But my basic framework is we start with a high ticket offer. We build a high ticket offer based on the results that you want to get for your clients. And this offer, we start by saying, if I had four clients right now, that I was going to, I knew for sure were going to pay me $10,000 for my program. What all would I put in that program to make it a good value for them? And begin thinking about like sky's the limit. What all could you do? Could you fly out to their house? Could you fly out to their business? Could you, could you bring them into yours? Could you, you know, do what, what all could you do for them to make it worth that $10,000 that they're paying you? right? You begin to think about all the things that you could do and you just begin eliminating barriers for them. And so for me, I began to think about like, what could I do to help somebody get their podcast monetized? Well, I've got a team of funnel builders. I have a team of copywriters. I have people that know social media marketing and they know regular marketing, like ad campaigns and and things like that. And could I take those same people that I use in my business and make them a team that my clients could tap into. Absolutely, I could. So maybe I build a high ticket offer for podcast monetization where everything is taken care of other than the ideas and the strategies for what what the program's going to be. But all the other hurdles are taken away. And maybe... There's a way that you can offer some different components of done with you, done for you, done DIY kind of um, task along with your program that will make it extremely valuable. 
So I start by building a high ticket offer. And then when I look at the result that that high ticket offer is going to bring the person who goes through the program, what I want to do is I want to find the very next thing that that client would need to know before they're ready to accept the high ticket offer. So in monetization, it could be that before they're ready to build out a high ticket offer and monetize, maybe they need to get clarity on who their actual avatar and who they're serving is. So I take whatever that thing is right before they're ready to join my offer, sort of in preparation and I look at what is that next, that, that big domino right before they're ready that I can knock over for them. And can I get them clarity on something that will be of value to them and will move the needle and then I can sell them into my thing that they're now ready for, which is my high ticket offer. And for me, that is what I use to create a live event. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a masterclass. It might be a workshop. It might be a webinar. It might be, you know, whatever else I want to create, but I'm going to do a live event where I'm teaching and I'm teaching that one about that one big domino and the frameworks that I would use to knock down that one big domino. And then from that big offer, that high ticket premium, high value offer, I've now backed up one step prior to that, and I'm creating a live event to knock down that big domino to get people ready to accept my offer, to get people in the frame of mind and in the momentum they need to come into my high ticket offer. And then from that live event that I've then created, I then reverse engineer my podcast content. And so the podcast content only ever relates to what is that next step that that podcast listener needs to take with me to get into whatever the live event is to then be ready to take my high ticket offer. And that's the framework I use to monetize podcasts like within 90 days of launching a podcast. And what most people do is the exact opposite. They start with a podcast. They start trying to do a bunch of interviews. Who all do you know that you can interview? Let's get them on the podcast. Who can help promote your show? Let's promote it on social media. Who do you have that you can, you know, lean on to be your launch team? And who, you know, all these other things. That's all fine and good. But the bottom line is if you're, you're creating a podcast and the podcast content in a vacuum, you're going to be stuck in the vacuum or stuck in free content creation mode, and you're not going to have an offer that you can sell into. And I would rather start with the offer from the offer, step one step, take one step back and look at the big domino that's in the way of them being ready to accept the offer. And then from there, I create that live event. And then I use my podcast as the largest organic traffic source to my live event, whether it's a challenge, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a workshop, masterclass, whatever it is. And I'm going to be creating a bunch of them because I've got content that I can deliver in, you know, five hour, 10 hour, you know, blocks of time or, you know, one hour blocks of time. And all of it is taken from my high ticket offer framework. So all I'm ever going to have is this one high ticket thing. And I'm going to focus on that one high ticket offer tweaking it, optimizing it, doing everything I can 
to make it so compelling that people would think they have absolutely gone insane if they walk away from my high ticket offer. And I'm going to do everything I can from that point to keep selling that, to keep putting people into that program until I hit a million dollars with that one high ticket offer. And you might say, oh, Christy, I'm just looking to make a couple thousand dollars a month. Well, here's the thing. If you have a high ticket offer, you sell one of those a month, you'll be, ma- you'll be hitting your goal, right? So you want to think about really looking at your frameworks. That is where they start. I was uh, working with several of my coaching clients this week, and we started talking about that. Like, what is your framework for um, this or getting the the result that they want? Some, you know, they're, they're different niches. But like, if it was a framework for um, like, let's just say it's dating or something like that. Like, what is your framework for somebody putting themselves out there on the dating apps? Right. I mean, you probably and I don't know anything about this niche, but you probably have a framework where you're like, OK, these are the ways you build out your first of all, we build out your profile. Then we don't just take a picture that you've got in your phone of the one that you think looks best. We actually go out and create a new profile image that we're going to use for your dating app. And then we're also going to put things in there that are like keywords and things that will help eliminate these types of people. And then we're going to also create criteria that we want our suitors to possess as well. And here's how you determine like the, the, Uh, people you will accept without being so overly OCD about it that you will alienate everyone, right? So you might have a framework to teach me exactly how to put a dating profile, put myself on a dating profile, right? And so it doesn't matter what it is you're teaching people how to do. Ultimately, you've got to get them into your high ticket programs because you are teaching them something that's going to be transformational. And this transformational thing only happens because of frameworks. Now, let me also say this about frameworks. I'm not naive to think that you have got to come up with your own original framework. Most of the time, the successful frameworks that I have seen, they are a structure that is originally from someone else's frameworks and you give credit most a lot of my frameworks are straight from Russell Brunson they're straight from Alex Hormozy they're straight from other people that have been successful doing what I want to do and so I borrow their frameworks but what I'm doing differently that they're not is I'm tweaking those frameworks specifically for the podcast niche Russell Brunson is in the um online marketing niche. It's a very different niche than the podcast niche. Alex Hormozy is in the gym launch and business acquisition niche. So that's a very different, like their frameworks, the basics of them are what we can use, but then we have to tweak them for our niche. And that's where I'm adding my own special sauce. That's where I'm adding something that is unique to me because you know why? I've spent almost 10 years in the podcasting field as a podcaster, as a owner of a full-time podcast production company, and as a producer on a lot of different shows. And so I have a wealth of knowledge to bring to the podcast industry niche itself that I can then tweak the frameworks 
to fit. And that is where you begin. And so I want you to think about like, if you said, um, I want to help somebody, the transformation I want to get is I want to help somebody be able to uh, lose 50 pounds in a year. So if that is the goal, I want you to think about all the steps that you would take to get them on there to get them the result. I mean, so you would, you would begin by looking at their nutrition, right? And you would begin by giving them guidelines for what type of nutrition. And when you get to to nutrition, like what type of nutrition framework are you going to espouse? Are you going to be more keto? Are you going to be more low fat? Are you going to be more intermittent fasting? Are you going to be more um, carnivore? Are you going to be more vegetarian? Like that's a framework. Those are eating frameworks in and of itself. Like what is your nutrition framework? And then you begin to build out like what are your other things, the components of uh, water, the components of supplements, what supplements do you want your people to take? If you also um, are looking at losing weight, you're probably going to have an exercise and or movement component of your framework. What do you, what are you teaching people to do? And for something like losing weight, like you could have borrow a nutrition framework from somebody else and tweak it based on your experience because what you know works for your clients versus what you know causes them to shut down. So you can tweak that nutrition framework that you borrow from somebody. Then somebody else might have a uh, exercise uh, framework. And you take that and you, again, tweak it because the exercise framework might be for someone that's 22 years old and in the military. And you're going to take it and adapt it for someone who's sedentary and 45 years old, right? But you're adapting that framework for exercise. And a framework for exercise would be simply something like laying out what the structure of it is. So I expect you, like I I just think of um, 75 hard, if you've ever heard of that challenge. It's a challenge where every single day you are required to do certain things that are hard to do and you have to do it for 75 consecutive days. And if you miss a day or don't complete all the tasks in a single day, then you have to start back all all over. So uh, the things are like stick to a particular diet, no cheating, no alcohol. You have to exercise twice a day for at least 45 minutes, but one of those exercise periods has to be outdoors. You also have to read at least 10 minutes of some sort of uh, a book or professional development book every single night. And I'm, I'm trying to think, I think that may be the main components of, but that is a framework, right? Because he basically told you with those instructions, that's what you would do. And that's how you go through to get the result you want. So if you do his framework, you end up with 75 days of feeling like a beast mode person who is now much fitter, much more disciplined in how you approach exercise, nutrition, reading, bedtimes, and all that sort of thing. I think there might be a sleep component in there. I'm not sure. I think there might be a sleep component where like you need eight hours of sleep per night or whatever. But I mean, these are all, again, 
things that you can create as frameworks. I want you to begin identifying your frameworks because once you identify your frameworks and the steps and the methods you use to get somebody the results, then that is what you begin packaging into a program, a high ticket offer, and whatever else you want to call it, masterclass, transformational journey, workshop, all these things. Like that becomes your program and all you do is run people through your frameworks and all you do to get people into your program is you think about what they need, the thing before the thing. Like if your program is the thing, what is the thing they need to do before they're ready for that thing? You want to get them into a live event and knock over one big barrier, big domino, big belief problem that they have for them so that they're then ready to take you up on the high ticket offer. And then from there, you begin breaking off further pieces of your frameworks and throwing out podcast content specifically related about that. And frameworks become the core of your program. So start by identifying what is your process to teach people to get whatever result it is that you're wanting them to get. Name those things and just think about it. And some of you, you have attained something, whether it's wealth or financial independence or weight loss or whatever, like you yourself obtained those results and that transformation. And now you're showing other people how to do it. And when you go back, you, you might never have identified a framework But then all of a sudden you might see somebody else's framework. And if you go back and look at the steps you took to get there, you did the exact same framework. You just didn't know it was a framework and you didn't call it that and you didn't identify it as that. But you need to have a framework. Frameworks are the foundation for success when it comes to high ticket offers and what you're going to do to get people transformation. I think at this point in the world and the society that we live in, uh, we've all coursed ourselves to death. We've all taken thousands of dollars of courses that many times don't go far enough in giving us the transformation we need. And in actuality, it would have been better off if the course had become a program. And instead of charging $9.97 for it, if it could be a program that included all the things that helped people be successful, eliminated hurdles and barriers for them, but it was $49.97, then it could have been much more successful. And it would take fewer people going through your program in order for you to achieve the goals you want to financially from your podcast. But it also allows you to serve people at the highest level. I know whenever whenever you begin playing at higher levels as far as how you're serving people, the boring, mundane, like I, I kind of have no interest anymore whenever someone throws out in Facebook, in a Facebook group where um, somebody says, oh, I need a good podcast editor. Who do you know? You know, and, you know, I appreciate the people that throw my name out there, but like, I'm not interested. And the reason I'm not interested is is because I want to serve somebody at a much higher level than just editing their podcast. I want to help them monetize their podcast. And so if they're not interested in podcast monetization, then they just are looking for a run-of-the-mill editor, a technician. And I'm not the one for them. And so this is begin, this is how you begin. So when you begin serving people at a higher level, this is how you begin to feel about 
probably the other things that you had previously been doing to try to monetize your podcast. You're just not interested anymore. You want to put all your time, all your effort, all your energy, all your focus into that group of people that you are truly trying to transform and you want to serve them at the highest level, give them the highest value, give them three, four, 10 X the value that they paid you so that their lives are completely transformed and your frameworks are going to be the key. And I would encourage you to go ahead and begin documenting your frameworks. I've had several coaching clients this just, just this week that I've had to start there with. And I've had to say, you know, uh, you, sh- you say you want to get this result for someone. What is your process for doing that? Do you have a process? Well, yes, I do have a process, but I haven't actually written it down yet. Go through and write it down. This comes first, then this happens, then when we get this, we do that, then we do this. And then at this point in time, whenever this uh, number hits this threshold, then we can implement this. Like, what is your method for getting somebody there and getting them the results they want? That's what you need to write down and identify because that becomes your framework. Once you've got your framework identified, you can begin creating really high value and really high ticket offers. I hope this has been helpful for you today and hopefully given you a foundational element of like where to start to build something to begin building your high ticket offer. And if you need any help with that, I have a challenge that's going on every single month and it will show you exactly how to build out these frameworks and begin making these types of offers. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge to sign up for the current challenge and the doors will close after every challenge starts. And then we start again the next month with the next challenge. So um, this is the kind of thing where a five day free challenge might be perfect for you to get uh, clarity and get a little bit of help getting the meat on the bones as far as your frameworks go. But I want you to get it there because the quicker you do this, the quicker you'll be able to monetize in a big way. And honestly, It's going to take you exactly the same amount of time to monetize with a $47 or $49 product as it is to monetize with a $49.97 product. So let's put your time into something that's going to be infinitely more valuable and give you much bigger ROI so you can serve your clients at a higher level. So thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your time and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside. before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not 
out to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. Go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.